1: Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Manscaped. I'm Henry Chisholm. And if you guys aren't using Manscaped, then you just aren't taking care of yourself the way that you should be. Um, Remember, Manscaping isn't just about you. It's about the other people who would appreciate you taking care of the things that you can take care of. Uh, That's as specific as I'd like to get. Uh, Manscaped... Offers some incredible products like the lawnmower 3.0, which is incredible. It can shave pretty much anything you want to shave, including most of your legs, which is a little bit disappointing. I kind of wish the lawnmower was a worse product so that I would have kept all of my leg hair instead of just the parts of it that are still there. Um, But just because you're buying a great product doesn't mean that you're going to make the same bad decisions that I made with it. So, yeah, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, You get the razors. They have all sorts of shaving cream. They have, like, post-shave cream, like, lotion, moisturizers, all sorts of great stuff, and they're an incredible company, making the things that can sometimes be very difficult for us much easier. Uh, So, yeah, if you uh, have hair that you don't want, hit up Manscaped and use the code DNVR20 because you'll get 20% off your order at manscaped.com, plus free shipping. There's no reason not to do it. Um, so, Buffs football is what we're talking about again today. Yesterday, we talked through the Pac-12, kind of the, the, the state of everything, where teams stand, what to expect from who. The biggest takeaway is that things are pretty open. You even look at the top teams like Oregon and say... They don't have a quarterback. You look at USC, who I think is the number two team, and you say they might not have a coach. And then the third team, Arizona State, um, who knows? <laughs> but but uh, you, the, the, the Pac-12 really is there for the taking. Um, Colorado could step up and be the team that takes it. Um, odds are they won't be, but we're going to be here for the ride no matter what. And today we're going to talk through that ride um, because... We we talked about this a little bit when the buff schedule was released, um, m- but mostly whether it was a good schedule, whether it was a bad schedule, that kind of stuff, and didn't really talk through the specific games that are going to be played. Um, and that's what I want to do now is, now that we have a bit of a grasp on these conference opponents, let's talk about what's to come this season. So, I think before we jump into this, uh, it's good to set a goal. Um, as much as we'd all like that goal to be an undefeated season, a trip to the college football playoff with a new head coach with a roster that went 5-7 and seven the last couple of years and a uh, f- true freshman quarterback, that's probably unrealistic. Even saying the goal should be a Pac-12 title is probably unrealistic, though I'd guess that that's where the bar will be set internally. Um For me, I think that what the Buffs really should be trying to do is get a sixth win. And I don't think that's a hot take at all. I think that that has been the goal for a few years. Um, And that's where the bar is going to be set again. Um, To be honest, I don't like their chances of winning six games as much as I liked them last year. Um, I wouldn't have said that three, four months ago, though. Um, when Mel Tucker was still the coach, I thought the continuity, I thought that they'd take a step forward looking back. I'm not sure if I was right, but that's definitely what I would have said. The new coaching staff, I would say this is probably another five win season. If we're being honest, um, a six is totally within reach. Even winning the PAC 12 South is within reach. You just got to win the close games and you got to make one or two games close that probably national opinion makers would say should not be close. Um, So, with that in mind, let's jump in. Open the season September 5th at Colorado State in Fort Collins. The first time that one of these games will be played, the Rocky Mountain Showdown, outside of Denver in what feels like my entire lifetime. I know that isn't true, but it feels like it is. Um, It's also the last time this game will be played for a couple of years, and uh, I'm scared for being honest. Um again if you have Mel Tucker still around and, and even then I'd still be a little bit nervous in a true freshman's first start at quarterback um I don't know. You know, Colorado should win this game. We all know that Colorado should win this game. Colorado State has a new quarterback too. Colorado State has a new head coach too, but so much of this game is going to be about preparation. And Colorado May end up not getting any spring practices. There's a very real possibility that their prep time for game one will be cut in half. You know, there won't be any additional fall camp practices and they'll lose all of spring camp. Um, that puts Colorado at a disadvantage. Colorado State did have some spring practices, but uh, not that many. And so it isn't necessarily an advantage in that way for Colorado State, but. The advantage is that Colorado State is the worst football team and should lose this game, but the lack of practices for both teams just adds more variability. Um, So you don't like that. Um, I'd say there's still an 80 to 90% chance that Colorado wins this game, but we could feel a lot better if things had gone differently. Um, I do think that it's going to be fun to see how many Colorado fans show up to that game. Um, as, as frustrated as I think Buffs fans were when Nebraska kind of took over the stadium this fall, I think that Colorado can take over Canvas in that exact same way. And I think that's what's going to happen. You know, I was talking to my dad this morning who went to Colorado State, talking about the new stadium, and went back and looked at the pictures from that Boise State game Um the last game of the season for Colorado, going up against Boise State, a very good opponent. You'd think that they'd be able to pack that place, but instead, on one side of the stadium, they're only using two sections. 80% of it, 90% of it is just roped off because they know they aren't going to fill it. Um, You don't like to see it. It's bad for football in the state of Colorado. Um, It's not good for Colorado in any way, except that it makes you think that Colorado can outnumber the Ram fans at that stadium, Um, which is always, it's always so much fun to see. Um, And again, you see Nebraska do that. I'm not sure what the numbers were. I'm not sure if we ever got a real estimate, whether it was a third of the stadium was Nebraska, but to be on the other side of that is going to feel good, especially, you know, against a rival. And it may not be the greatest rivalry because they're, they're in different conferences. One's power five, one's group of five, um, all that kind of stuff. But still a rivalry. Still an in-state team. You get to go take over their stadium, whoop them, and move on. That's what I think is going to happen. If I had to make a firm prediction today, I'd say Buffs by two, three touchdowns. Um, again, there's a lot more variability, though, than you would like to see on the game like this. So... uh That's week one. We're going to give them a win. We're going to go on to week two, Fresno State in Boulder. And I like this a lot better in Boulder than I would like it if Colorado was headed out to Fresno. Um, Another Mountain West opponent. You don't really like that you're playing two group of five teams. I don't think. I'd much rather play up if it were me um, just because the losses are easier to justify and the wins are worth more. But, you know, it, it is easy to see that other way. Like, give yourself as many chances to get wins. Make every chance to get a win as good as you possibly can. Um, but these games scare me. Um, and they shouldn't, when your goal is a bowl game, your goal isn't to race up the poles. Um... Last year, Fresno State finished four and eight, only two and six in the Mountain West. Uh, that was a pretty big step back. They changed the coaches, um, and they uh, hired Kalen DeBoer from Indiana, who you know he was previously the offensive coordinator. So there are some changes there. Again, this should be a win for Colorado. This Fresno State team isn't what it used to be. You know, it was. Well, I think it was 2018. Yeah, 2018. They finished 12 and 2 won the Mountain West. So they're not too far removed from some success. Um but it's a new era. Again, this is a win for Colorado. Uh let's let's throw uh 70% on this game. Um and maybe that's still a little bit high just because we don't know what the quarterback situation is for Colorado. Um 2 and 0 we're going to say. Uh, heading into week three, Colorado plays at Texas A and M. That is going to be a tough one. I think we all know that's going to be a tough one. Um, Texas A and M is going to be heavy favorites, and even if Colorado comes into this game with a couple of wins, just because man, it's pretty easy to say, guess what? Those were Mountain West schools that you beat. So we're going to. Uh, we're going to say that this is a 20% win for Colorado. Give give the win to Texas A&M on the road. First real road game. Um, first road trip, at least, for this team, including uh, the true freshman quarterback, Brendan Lewis. And then you get into conference play. No bye before conference play this year, which is weird. Um... Buffs come back to Boulder, play Oregon. That's uh that's gonna be an eighty percent win for Oregon. Uh maybe even a little bit above that. Um, this could all change. You know, if Brendan Lewis comes out and deals in those first two, three games, then things start to shift. You say Colorado is a quarterback, they can go toe to toe with anybody, and those odds will change. As of right now, knowing what we know, I'm gonna give Oregon the win, even without Justin Herbert. Uh, they just have so much depth, so much talent, and they've been tough to beat in the Pac-12 for so long. Um, so two and two heading into the bye week, October 3rd, uh, not a bad place to be. Um, if you can steal one of those wins, get to three and one, then you're in a great spot. And if you blow a game to Colorado state or Fresno state, you're pretty disappointed in yourself. um, one and three is tough to come back from if you're trying to get a bowl game, looking at the rest of the schedule. So uh, next up, Colorado travels to Arizona in a Friday night game. That's tough. And again, I think Colorado's the better football team here. I think that the Pac-12 after dark Friday night thing is going to make it tougher to get a win. I think that being on the road in Arizona is going to be pretty tough, especially early in the season. Colorado struggled with that before. Um This is a straight toss-up. And if I had to lean one way, I might even lean against Colorado. Uh, Actually, I don't know about that. On the road, though, it's going to be tough. Um, Let's call it a loss, but then give Colorado some good karma. We'll give them the next 50-50 game. Uh, Return home to play UCLA. That's a family weekend, actually, October 17th. Buffs are 2-3 and right now, by the way. Uh, And they're bringing back Dorian Thompson Robinson. And this is the time of year when I think that in a perfect scenario, Colorado could start to turn the corner. I think that with the shortened practice schedule, with the new, maybe not totally new schemes, but new coach, um, definitely some changes. Um, You have players stepping into bigger roles. This is when the good teams start to turn a corner. And I guess the really good teams start to turn a corner a couple weeks earlier. But, you know, we saw it last year when Colorado kind of got things clicking with four games to go, five games to go. If they could do that only four or five games into the season this year, they'd be in a much better spot. We're going to say they do. We're going to say they beat UCLA. Um, I'm not bought in on UCLA. I I don't necessarily think that Dorian Thompson-Robinson can be the answer or will be the answer. I think he can be, um, three and three for Colorado. And then Colorado is at home against Arizona state for homecoming. And that's going to be a big one for sure. Um, you know, Colorado beat Arizona state at Arizona state. First time they'd beaten a ranked opponent on the road in over 15 years. (sighs) Mel Tucker was in shorts. Um, I think you got to give this one to Arizona State. But again, this is another close one. And it makes me think that Colorado is going to have some good karma. Um, you know, giving them this loss, giving them the Arizona loss. Um, but Arizona State is a step ahead of Colorado in the rebuild process. They probably have their quarterback. Um, that's going to be a fun game. I know that for sure, especially for homecoming. Um, then Colorado hits the road on Halloween and plays at USC in L.A., in the Coliseum. Got to give the win to USC there. Um, just the history says that that's probably where the money should be. <sighs> and then Colorado drops 2, 3, and 5, um, needing to win a couple games. Then they come home against Washington State. Nick Rolovich, new head coach. That's a win for Colorado. Um again all these games are kind of close they could go a bunch of different ways but if we're playing the odds you're saying Colorado wins that one at Stanford I think I'm going to give that one to Colorado too you know there's a lot to like about that Stanford program but Colorado beat them this year um I don't I if when you're projecting a step forward you're basically saying Davis Mills has a little bit more experience at quarterback um David Shaw the head coach isn't going to lose another like have another bad season like he had last year he's too good of a coach um those are kind of the arguments um so right there with two games to go colorado sitting at five and five needing one win and uh we're going to talk about those after i tell you about how much i love the strawberry sky it's a great beer uh for a bunch of different reasons um The best is that it's just so drinkable, like it's one of those beers that you can sit down and have just one big one and say, hey, this is a good beer, this makes me happy, there's a lot going on with this beer, but you can also have quite a few and it doesn't feel like you're drinking all that much, and that's so rare for a beer, it seems like you're either drinking a a dozen Miller Lights or you're drinking one or two whatever good beers you like, Um, not that Miller Light isn't good. But that's what makes the Strawberry Sky so special, is it just seems to fit in in any situation. You know, it's a great summer beer, but also it's a great beer for any other situation. Like, it almost seems like the strawberry flavors just come out more in the summer and they die down. When you're sad in the winter and locked inside and there's a blizzard. Um, Definitely check that out. And if you want to try one, use the Breckenridge brewery beer locator on the website, and it'll tell you everywhere you can go. Also, the vanilla porter is something that I've been craving recently. Um, Also, would like to tell you about our friends over at Strava Craft Coffee. So, Strava Craft, it is CBD-infused coffee that you can get in grounds, you can get in beans, you can get in K-cups, and it essentially does all of the great things that CBD does and all the great things that coffee does. So you'll be awake, you'll be alert, and also you may notice that you're less anxious or just like generally happier or your back pain is not as bad. Um, if you want to check out StravaCraft, then there are some great ways for you to do exactly that. For example, um, if you go to the website, they'll ship it straight to your door and with code DNVR20, you can get 20% off your order. Um, so do that, especially right now when you're locked inside and you want your coffee delivered to you anyway. Uh, jumping back in, Buffs 5-5 five and five, uh, with two tough games coming. You know, last season, 2019, Colorado knew that they kind of needed to get their wins early. Um, that was the theme because the team knew that if it came down to these last two games, these last three games, it was going to be really hard to sneak into a bowl. Um, and they didn't because they closed the season um, against Utah. You know, that that stretch run starting with Oregon, which is a tough game. Washington State, then USC, then UCLA, Stanford. And I guess it's mostly that Utah game at the end that really made it feel like they had to get to 6-5. and five. Um, You know, they beat Washington. I guess they're at home and Washington wasn't Washington, but that's still a very good win. Um, it's tougher this year um, because they finish at Washington instead of home against Washington, and they're home against Utah. Um, Utah... Uh, well, I guess we'll get to Utah at Washington. That's just a tough draw, um, I think, because Washington, you know, by this point, their quarterback has probably figured out what he's doing in the offense. You're expecting you're expecting that team to be pretty well put together, as Washington's teams typically are. Um, that's just a good football program, and sure, it's in new hands, but Chris Peterson's still involved. They'll work through whatever problems they have, and they'll be their best at the end of the season. Um, I don't necessarily think I, I think they will will be a little bit worse than they were last year when Colorado beat them in Boulder. But going on the road changes some things, and I don't think that the next week Colorado's beating Utah in Boulder. You know, it's totally on the table. We don't know what this Utah team is by this point. Colorado's defense should be incredible, and hopefully their offense is. Uh, you know, if if that's a pack, an average Pac-12 offense by that point in the season and the defense is top three you're looking at a bowl game you're you're pretty confident you're getting to a bowl game i think those are good goals for these units um utah is probably not one of those wins um i don't know it's just so hard to project that team um, because they exceeded expectations last year they lose most that defense you know what let's say colorado actually loses at washington wins at home against utah that's not what I had originally planned on saying, but the more I think about it, the more I think that this is the year that Colorado gets them back. You know, Colorado thought they were beating Utah last year. That was the vibe out of the program. It didn't even feel like it was much of an upset. It was so much different than going into that Oregon game when they said, like, yeah, we're going to need to play perfect football. We're going to need to not make mistakes. Uh, we're going to need some breaks. We're going to need some bounces. That was not the mentality going to Utah. Against Utah, that team started from the top was saying that team is nothing special. They're they're getting overhyped. They aren't. And and it didn't work out, but you remember that up until close to halftime, Colorado was right in that game. It wasn't until late in the second ha- or second quarter that Utah made a couple plays, Colorado made a couple mistakes, and all of a sudden there was a deficit. And Colorado it wasn't good enough last year to come back with a deficit against a team like Utah. I think that gap has definitely narrowed. Um, so yeah, let's say six and six, and Colorado gets into a bowl game. Um, also, if you guys are planning on going to any of these road games, I'd buy your tickets now because plane tickets are very cheap at the moment. If you guys have any questions or anything, as always, uh, leave those in the comment section of on the post for today's show at thednvr.com. And we will get to those uh, tomorrow, I believe. Um, I think that's all I have for you guys today, but I did want to make one quick note um, before we get out of here. If you guys have a chance to get some food from the Blake Street Tavern, they would really appreciate that. um, I'm sure. Uh, It's been a tough time for everybody and anything you can do to help support local businesses is always appreciated. You know, Blake Street Tavern, they've I've, they've caught lost almost 80 people off their staff um, because I mean, you have to lay them off because they're not going to have work for however long we're stuck in quarantine and that's the only way they can collect unemployment benefits um, it's a tough situation I'm headed down there in about a half hour to pick up some dinner um, they they do delivery uh, you can pick up food obviously that's what i'm doing you can't eat inside that's would be bad for a bunch of reasons. Um, so do what you can to support them and any other local business you can. Again, they're owned by Buffs. They're operated by Buffs. They support CU athletics, um, and you know that as much money as it gets through up to Chris Fusile's hands is probably going to put in the program somehow because he has the same interests as all of us. Um, it's been a tough time for a lot of people. Do what you can to help out, um, and also don't get people sick. I think that's the number one thing because um, that way we can all get through this faster. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a quick show for today, but a show nonetheless, and I'll be back tomorrow with some more Buffs Talk, uh, and I will see you then.
0: I think they like my Colorado sway Cause when I'm in play I don't really, I don't really know just how to act And when I'm in go You know I'm acting bad Holla, get the bus with my Colorado sway My Colorado sway 180. Leading pack competition. See you later, baby. baby. Colorado Army with soldiers like the Navy. Yeah. And is where we stationed, patiently awaiting. Boy. When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave. Yeah. I'm Colorado swagging, as the crowd do the wave. Look into my eyes, I can tell that you're afraid uh-huh. Cause you know and you on your own now. Why you watching the official? You just better hope you make it to the next whistle. And we playing with till you can get it. My Colorado Sway, cause when I'm in it play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly, get a bus with my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway. Man, I swear, I think they like my Colorado Sway.